Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting about how you can successfully manage or potentially avoid the dreaded 3pm slump. Here's part two. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Hope you're having an amazing week so far. In today's episode, managing the dreaded 3pm slump. What's really interesting to note is that your brain actually consumes a heck ton of energy. I wanted to say the S word, but I haven't sworn on this show before and therefore have got no little ease on my podcast episode listings, but a big ton, a heck ton of energy is what your brain uses throughout the day. And in fact, I read this cool thing that said that the human brain uses more energy per kilogram than any other brain in a living creature. And so much so that had we not created fire and cooked food, that we wouldn't have been able to concentrate the energy in our food enough to fuel our hungry brains, which is super interesting. And so us learning to cook our food and concentrate and process our food so that we can concentrate the energy has meant the survival of our species because we can fuel our hungry brain. And in fact, we're so good at fueling ourselves. We, you know, Western culture is in an obesity epidemic where we're consuming way more energy than our body needs. But that's really interesting. I just thought I'd throw that little fun fact in there about our hungry brains. But you're using a lot of energy throughout the day when you're working in particular you know, looking after children, whatever you're doing, you know, if it's not watching Netflix in bed, you are consuming energy, your brain is using energy. And it's a bit like an endurance sport. So you need to really think about making sure that you are fueling yourself throughout the day. There is a huge, huge popularity at the moment for fasting, whether it's time-restricted feeding, so only eating in certain times of the day and fasting for the rest of the 24-hour period, or intermittent fasting where you're fasting for certain days in the week and not on others. But I don't know about you, but it's generally doesn't work long-term for a lot of people because on the days when you're not eating enough, often you can be struggling because you're trying to still do all the same things, maybe do a little bit of exercise, work, make decisions. Like if you're a manager and you're managing people, it's tough. I have nine staff in my business and some days I might, I haven't done any exercise that day, which is pretty rare these days because I exercise most of the days. But even if I haven't, I feel exhausted by the end of the day because my brain, I've just done so much thinking and decision making and chatting to different people and solving little problems and, and managing a whole lot of competing priorities. And most of us do this kind of thinking you know, in our day-to-day lives. And so, of course, it makes a huge difference to our ability to to just get through the day if we are eating or not. So I always recommend fueling yourself throughout the day. I'm a huge believer in giving your body food when it wants it, as opposed to being restrictive and, and not eating. And I particularly think, look, 
if you're genuinely not hungry at certain points of the day, don't force yourself to eat a meal just because, you know, culture says you have to eat lunch now. But if you are hungry at certain points during the day, definitely eat, don't ignore it and just hope for the best and think fasting will make it'll go away because you do have to eat eventually. So I am a big believer in eating and fueling yourself. So let's think about the fuel side of things for a moment in terms of tackling that afternoon time. So the fuel of lunch is a vital part of maintaining your blood sugar levels well into the afternoon. One of the most common problems I see, particularly in people who are weight conscious, is that they're quite restrictive at lunchtime and they don't have a big enough, satisfying enough lunch that just gets them through the afternoon. So it doesn't surprise me that they feel hungry later on in the, you know, a few hours later after lunch at 3 p.m., 4 p.m. and and want to eat something sweet because it's often the result of the fact that they simply just haven't eaten enough at lunch. And so the plate model, which I've talked about a number of times over many episodes, is a really great way of ensuring that you're getting, you know, some fuel, so some carbohydrates, some fats and some proteins, as well as ensuring that you're pairing that with a nice half plate of vegetables. So you're getting plenty of fiber. And that just means that not only is the meal fueling you, by giving you some energy from those macronutrients, but it's also nourishing you as well. So there's plenty of vitamins and minerals and fiber, but all of those lovely minimally processed whole foods together in that meal make for a large voluminous meal, which fills your stomach more, but also just takes longer to digest. So the macronutrients and in particular carbohydrate that you eat at that meal, which is going to be a nice moderate portion of it, it's just going to trickle gradually into your bloodstream over the afternoon. And that's going to be a key part of helping manage your appetite um, moving forward. And so what you want to do is split your plate in half or your container if it's for lunch, but try and have around two to three cups of vegetables if you can at your lunch. It will make a huge difference to helping you feel full and satisfied. And then you want to add a portion of a carbohydrate rich food. Maybe it's some potato, maybe it's some rice, maybe it's some pasta, some baked beans, some four bean mix, some uh, sweet corn. And then pair that with a protein, so some tinned tuna or some leftover cooked tofu, some boiled eggs, maybe some grilled halloumi, some leftover chicken breast, right? Lots of different really nice protein-rich options paired with some healthy fats. Maybe it's an olive oil dressing, some cubed avocado, a sprinkle of sliced almonds, that kind of thing. But if you make yourself a, a big filling lunch meal, it is going to make a huge difference to how you handle that afternoon period. Now, will it mean that you won't need a snack at all? Well, it depends, but it will certainly mean that you'll have a bit more time in between lunch and snack and hopefully you won't sort of crash rock bottom and then and feel like, oh, I need something to eat now. Like you'll just start to slowly get hungry as the hours creep away from lunch, which just then gives you time and Um, the idea to just make a better food choice. So a couple of ideas that you can do for lunch is I really like making my own pikelets and so using nice wholemeal flour, milk and eggs, just a basic pancake recipe. And then I put in a really decent 
pinch of salt, some dried mixed herbs, and then maybe some grated um, cheese or some feta, um, maybe some shredded up leg ham if I've got that. But that's going to be a really nice protein-rich option that you can cook in advance and then you can bring to work and reheat the pikelets or the pancakes in the sandwich press. How good is that? So good. Make them crispy again. Serve that with a really nice big side salad and a, a nice generous dollop of hummus or tzatziki or something. Yum. Another really great, really quick option is chicken tenderloins and cooking them in the sandwich press in between some baking paper. And they cook three minutes, three, four minutes through each side at the same time, stay nice and moist and delicious. Amazing. Pair that with some instant brown rice and then one of those pre-chopped coleslaws. You can use the dressing in the coleslaw. Amazing. You find yourself a really nice filling meal. Next idea is a really nice chicken teriyaki. I'll chuck the link to this actually because it's a healthy eating hub recipe. And it's literally just chicken, diced chicken in the teriyaki sauce that you can buy from the supermarket with one of those instant brown rice cups and then a, a nice generous handful of blanched broccolini, snow peas, maybe some green beans. Yum. And you can make that up in advance, chuck it in some containers and have that to bring along to work super, super easy. So the next thing with your fuel is your snacks. So one of the things that you can do if you do actually feel genuinely hungry in the afternoon and you think it is a fuel issue and it is time for you to eat again, is to just pack yourself something to eat for that time. So rather than having nothing to eat, 3, 4 p.m. hits, you feel hungry, but you've got nothing to eat. So then you go and grab a fundraiser chocolate or a hot chocolate or something or a muffin from the local cafe, right? And then think, oh, I should have made a better food choice. Well, if you've got something planned and ready to bring for you in that afternoon time, then when the hunger strikes, you're like, oh, I know what I'm going to eat now. I'm going to grab something to eat. And so we talked about snacking quite a lot in a previous series. So definitely go back through those episodes and and go through the snack plate model. But essentially we want to be pairing a fiber-rich food with a protein-rich food and or a fat-rich food. So a really nice example of that is some yogurt with some strawberries being some protein and fiber. And we're going to add some healthy fats with maybe a sprinkle of nuts or seeds on there, right? And It's these lovely paired snacks that just help us feel nice and full and satisfied as well as being another opportunity for nourishment, just adding in some more whole foods and some more nutrition into our day. But I'll chuck another link in the show notes to nine tasty cracker topping ideas, but I'm just going to run through them really quickly now. So I really love the rice cake style crackers. I also really like cruskets as well just think they're quite low energy crackers, but for a nice, decent sized base and they're lovely and crunchy. And then, yeah, you just add lots of fun toppings. So on the cracker, you can do hummus, leg ham, sliced tomato, or you could do cream cheese, smoked salmon and baby rocket, or you could do ricotta cheese, blueberries and a drizzle of honey, or you could do peanut butter and sliced banana. Or you could do avocado, feta and sliced tomato. Oh, another one of my favourites is tinned tuna mixed with Kewpie mayonnaise and um, whole grain mustard and mix that all together. Chuck that on a cracker with some sliced cucumber. Another fab combo is really thinly sliced pear 
and tasty cheese slices. Another really nice one is avocado with a tomato balsamic salsa, so which is essentially just tomato, red onion and balsamic vinegar. Just so finely chop the red onion, cube the tomato, just toss it all together with some balsamic vinegar, maybe some olive oil, with some avocado on a cracker. Yum. And the last idea is just a really nice cos lettuce leaf with some shredded um, chicken breast, alfalfa sprouts and a little drizzle of aioli. So these are just some nice yummy like cracker topping sort of tasty snack options. But I don't know about you, but if I've got a really delicious snack planned that I I like to eat and I enjoy eating and I know that it fits within my goals in that it's you know, nourishing, it's got nice whole foods, it fits within my energy budget for whatever my goals are. That is so good. It just takes the pressure off having to make a food decision in the moment. It's like hunger strikes and I'm like, I know exactly what I'm going to eat and it's awesome. Some other fun ideas which I can chuck some links to in the show notes are I've got these carrot cake muffins, berry smoothies, peanut butter drizzled on apple slices with a sprinkle of cinnamon, even a wholemeal crumpet with just a nice thin thin slice, um, (laughs) thin spread of Nutella with thin sliced banana. Far out. That was hard to get out. That was hard. It was a mouthful. Pardon the pun. But crumpet with Nutella and banana, absolutely delicious. There's also a really great recipe for these rainbow frittatas with a dipping sauce. Yeah, amazing. Some of these things take prep, so you're going to have to prep them in advance to have them ready to go. But other things like the apple and peanut butter, you can just make up as you need it really, really quick and easy to do. That's it for today's episode. Tune in to the final part tomorrow. A big thank you to the Capital Chemist and the Daily Dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.